Many trainers today are being asked to be coaches as well as trainers. It's interesting that before the 21st century, the term coaching was not used much in the business world. But Google the words coaching today and you'll find over six and a half million matches. Everybody today is talking about coaching. Hi, this is Rich Meese with the Bob Pike Group. And here's another creative training tip. In a moment, you'll receive seven tips for how to offer better feedback as a coach. But because coaching is a relatively new term and carries so many different meanings today, let's narrow the definition and scope. Coaching really consists of three key elements. First, it's a dialogue of some sort, either face-to-face -face or over electronic or phone communication. Second, coaching is designed to help the coachee learn, grow, and perform. Thirdly, it's comprised of the gathering of and giving of feedback to the coachee. So here are six tips plus a bonus for becoming a more effective coach by giving valuable feedback. First, before giving your feedback, ask the performer to self-assess. Let them tell you how they think they're doing because, as we say at the Bob Pike Group, people don't argue with their own data. Often he or she will be pretty aware of their strengths and weaknesses, and self-assessment by the performer first can create an open and honest dialogue. This also creates more ownership and assumed responsibility for improved performance. Second, make your feedback specific. One of the greatest sins of feedback is that it is too general. You did a good job in the meeting today sounds nice, but it's nonspecific and therefore difficult for the performer to know what to repeat. A better suggestion would be to say, you followed every procedure in making that recommendation today. Notice how specific that feedback is. Also, avoid exaggerated words like always or never and fuzzy generalizations like good, bad, or wrong. Be specific in your feedback. Tell them the actions you saw or the words you heard. Third, make your feedback timely. It should be given as soon as possible after the behavior or the performance is displayed. We call this the one-day rule. Try to deliver the feedback within 24 hours if at all possible. Four, Provide feedback on both the positive aspects of performance as well as areas where improvement can be made. But do tip the scales in favor of recognizing the good. The Center for Creative Leadership suggests a four-to-one ratio of positive feedback to correcting feedback overall. Look for things the performer is doing well and comment on their actions or behavior when you see them. We say it this way, never let good work go unnoticed. Number five, when poor performance or behavior does occur, make sure to address it immediately. Remind them of what good looks like and what or how they missed the mark. Let them know the impact of their behavior or performance and what you need from them in the future. Offer ideas without forcing your opinion. It might sound something like this. Joe, Remember, you need to be at your desk ready to take calls at 8 a.m. sharp. You were 13 minutes late today, and that puts a strain on our other associates. Thanks for being on time every day, 8 o'clock, ready to take calls. Is there anything I can do to help you with that? 
And here's the bonus. Keep your feedback focused on just a few essential points. Identify one or two critical growth areas or one or two positive behaviors and focus on them. Be careful to avoid overwhelming the performer by having too much feedback on too many topics. Well, these ideas, when implemented, will help your employees and colleagues see you as an effective coach as well as a good trainer. This is Rich Meese with another creative training tip.